0: Hello. It is not just a rainbow. Here is Catherine Cager with you today, and we will discover the next interesting topic in this episode. Are you excited? Let's start. It's become a common theme in the American media that sex trafficking is a huge issue, from news about Republican U.S. Representative Matt Gaetz's alleged abuse of teenage girls to the false stories about an online store, Wayfair, being involved in a sex trafficking ring. The general idea of sex trafficking is usually some young, helpless girl who was grabbed by an intimidating trafficker and kept hidden until the cops come to save her. This image is usually of a white woman, according to Jayashree Srikantia, a legal scholar who says the ideal victim of trafficking is often seen this way. The Taken movies are about teenagers getting kidnapped and sold into sex trafficking while they're overseas. This has caused a lot of people to post on social media and make TikTok videos about how they supposedly heard about people getting kidnapped in places like Ikea parking lots, malls, and pizza shops, even though there's no actual proof. That's not usually how it goes down with sex trafficking. Since 2013, I've been looking into human trafficking in the Midwestern U.S. I talked to cops, doctors, case workers, Advocates and immigration lawyers, and found out that they don't always agree on what a trafficking victim is, especially when it comes to sex trafficking. This makes it hard for these folks to give trafficked people the assistance they need. Here's the deal these are the facts, and this is the law. The Victims of Trafficking and Violence Protection Act of 2000 sets out the official legal definition of sex and labor trafficking in the U.S., making it a federal offense to force, deceive, or coerce someone into performing a sexual act for money, as well as engaging in sexual acts with someone under the age of 18. Basically, to be considered sex trafficking, an adult must be forced, tricked, or coerced into having sex in exchange for something. This could be a family member, partner, or a pimp or madam who is threatening or abusing the adult to make them do it. Any sexual activity involving minors in exchange for something valuable, such as money or food, is classified as sex trafficking. Figuring out the extent of human trafficking is a tricky thing. People may be scared to talk about their experience due to the risk of being sent back home or getting in trouble with the law. That means the problem isn't being represented as much as it actually is. To get an idea of how many people are trafficked in the U.S., it may be helpful to check out grant reports from the federal government, according to Freedom Network USA, an anti-trafficking nonprofit. For example, during the time period from July 2019 to June 2020, the Federal Office for Victims of Crime provided assistance to a total of 9,854 people, some of whom were confirmed to be trafficked, while others were flagged as potential trafficking victims. Also in the 2019 fiscal year, the Department of Health and Human Services Office on Trafficking in Persons helped out 2,398 survivors. Stats from the same agency reveal that 25,597 people who may have been victims of sex or labor trafficking were identified from calls made to the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Of course, this data doesn't include everyone, since not everyone has contacted these resources or called these hotlines. What does buying and selling people for sex look like? When it comes to sexual crimes such as rape, it's quite often someone the victim knows that inflicts the violence. Not a stranger. Covenant House New York, a nonprofit that works to support homeless youth, conducted a survey with 22 survivors of trafficking and discovered that a whopping 36% of them had been trafficked by a close relative, such as a parent. Only four of them reported being taken and held against their will. Many people who are transgender or homeless become victims of trafficking when they are forced to exchange sex in order to get basic necessities like shelter, money, food, and health care. Trafficking is a cruel and harsh reality that many vulnerable people face as they try to get by in a really dangerous world. Alexandra Lutnick, a researcher based in San Francisco, claims that they're coming up with sexual solutions to issues that don't involve sex. According to U.S. law, young people involved in this kind of situation are considered as trafficking victims, despite them not wanting to be referred to as such. They might prefer to call it survival sex work or prostitution. Those who are victims of trafficking may not get help like housing or medical care and instead, may be arrested. If they can't prove they were forced, tricked, or forced into it, or if they don't cooperate with the criminal investigation, they can go from being a victim to a criminal in the eyes of the law. This may lead to charges of prostitution, felonies, or even deportation. Punishments are usually given to black, Indigenous, queer, trans, and undocumented people who have been involved in sex trafficking. For instance, black youths are often arrested for prostitution even though when someone under 18 does it, it's considered sex trafficking. What's the distinction between being a sex worker and being trafficked for sex? Legally and in other ways, sex work and sex trafficking are totally different. Sex work is when two adults agree and exchange money for sex. Most U.S. states consider it a crime and you could get fined or even thrown in jail. Sex trafficking, on the other hand, is not consensual and is treated more harshly. Although sex workers acknowledge that sex work isn't the same as trafficking, they are still exposed to force, fraud, and coercion due to the criminalized and stigmatized nature of their job. Sex workers who actually have been trafficked may be too scared to tell the police for fear of getting arrested for prostitution. But, on the flip side, Sex workers can also be labeled as trafficked and they're not and end up in the hands of law enforcement and social service agencies. What should we do? I did some digging, and it looks like we need to make some modifications to stop sex trafficking from happening. To do that, we need to make sure everyone has the resources they need to stay safe, like stable housing and a reliable income. Meanwhile, Those victimized by trafficking would really appreciate it if frontline workers put in more effort to challenge racism, sexism, and transphobia, which discriminates against victims who don't meet society's expectations and are just trying to make it through life. It's time to finish. Please share Not Just a Rainbow with your friends and ask them to subscribe for new episodes. All listeners are important to me, and I appreciate your interest and time. The next episode will cover a very hot topic. I swear. Good luck guys, and take care. Bye-bye.